0: Хмарить цяблоки А я хочу, та й не хочу Вік тебе любить Біла хмара, чорна хмара Ми з тобою може і не пара Дощик буде, сонце буде Що ж мені робить? Чорна хмара, вітром дише на морі У я залишу кращу не знайду? Біла хмара, чорна хмара. Місто воює, пара може і не пара. Дощик буде, сонце буде. Що ж мені робити? Біла хмара, наче квітка в небі забринить Покохати можна швидко, важче розлюбить Біла хмара, чорна хмара Ми з тобою пар може і не пар Дощик буде, сонце буде, що ж мені робить Обі хмари в небі сині Razom mi ajimi, ne divis na menе sumno krašće obimi. Bila hmara, mi hmara, mjesto boju par može i ne par. bude, suncе bude, što meni ni roviti. Bila hmara, černa hmara. Istanbul, para mo bude bude
1: And that was the Hrim Band from New York City opening our program for today and a song about something that we're seeing a fair bit of these days, Bila Hamada, White Clouds and Dark Clouds. Dobrý den, šanovni radiju suheči, da vitaju vas vsi na radiopredaču Naš Holos, radi ukrajinskog korinja, na hveli CHLY 101 i 7 FM na najmo. Pri mikrofoni ciju hodenu je Pavlina, a pisa je celo. Oksana bude s vame, nastupni pivodene. Hello there, and welcome to Nash Ukrainian Roots Radio coming to you on CHLY 101.7 FM in beautiful downtown Nanaimo. I'm Paulette Demchik McCory, Pukudinskaya Pavlina, and I'll be your host for this first hour. Oksana will be here at 12 noon to host the rest of the show in Ukrainian. We've got a great program lined up for you in this hour. We have a book review on Ukrainian Jewish heritage, and this is. Fascinating story of uh, two young children, one Ukrainian, one Jewish, and that is a recent book released by Marsha fortchuk skrupuch called Trapped in Hitler's Web. As well, we've got Catherine Olga Cook with Ukraine War Amps Heroes and the heartwarming and heartbreaking story of another one of Ukraine's heroes who was injured at Luhansk during the recent war. And of course, we'll be bringing you our proverb of the week and plenty of great Ukrainian music. And coming up next is American singer Andriana Knapp from her most recent CD, Pisne's Domu Songs from Home. Here she is with Chemutrava Zelena Why is the Grass Green?
2: Чина горда, як бистра вода, Ой, бачив, я бачив свою дівчину.
0: Дійшла
3: зоря, моя, де got it.
4: я просила, не down 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 my yeah. down ah, 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 She's got it, Your baby, she's got it. Hey. I'm yeah. you can do the down, Ya
0: do it, and i на мужнаму мустагату там соловей ку щебе там то тому я просила
4: а ти мене не пуска я маю нобишкаре Ти просила а тебе я не пускаю
1: and the fabulous Pekardiska teretsia from Ukraine channeling the shocking blue there with uh, their rendition of Venus. And up next, Slough High from Winnipeg with Once I Had a Girl.
4: Hey, hey, ha!
0: In the Molada. My parents didn't know I'm cut
1: You're listening to Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio on CHLY 101.7 FM in Nanaimo. I'm your host this hour, Pavlina. And now for a look at Ukraine's rich Jewish heritage, then and now. Brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter, based in Toronto,
5: Ontario. In this edition of Ukrainian Jewish Heritage, we will be discussing Marsha Forchuk Skripuk's novel Trapped in Hitler's Web. Trapped in Hitler's Web is a novel about the plight of young Ukrainian workers sent to Germany during World War II. Ukraine was trapped between Nazi Germany and the Soviet Union. Some of the most dangerous battles of the war were fought between the Nazis and the Soviets on Ukrainian land. Nazis needed workers to feed and equip their armies, so they kidnapped people and brought them to the Reich by force, where they were brutally worked and starved, sometimes to death. Twelve-year-old Maria Feduk and her best friend Nathan, who is Jewish, flee their village of Viteretsk. Nazis are murdering Jews. Nathan pretends to be Bogdan Savchuk, a Ukrainian boy who had been killed by the Soviets. Their plan is to work for the Germans. They will send money back to their families and save Nathan's life in the process. They are given work permits to go to the Huber farm in Austria, but on the way to Innsbruck, Nathan is taken by Nazi soldiers to work on building a bridge in Salzburg. Meanwhile, Maria arrives at the farm. She soon discovers that the work is very hard and the food is strictly rationed. Frau Huber must run the farm alone. Both her husband and her son Otto are fighting for the German army on the Russian front near Stalingrad. Her daughter Sophie is busy being a Hitler girl. She has been brainwashed to believe Nazi propaganda. Maria's friendship with fellow worker Bianca makes her difficult life a bit more bearable. She spends most of her waking hours longing to return to her mother and sister Chrysia in Ukraine. She is also desperate to find out what happened to Nathan. The days are long, the work is hard, and the food is scarce. Despite the fact that Frau Huber tries to treat her workers well, the German managers are very cruel. How will Maria survive? Will she ever see Nathan again? Will her family survive Hitler's web? This is a very well written story about the fate of Ukrainian workers in the Third Reich. Twelve year old Maria Feduk is a strong and resilient character who learns to live with cruelty and uncertainty in very challenging circumstances. The fact that she has sacrificed her own well-being to save the life of her Jewish friend Nathan is admirable. As she navigates the dangers of Hitler's web, she discovers that the world is full of kind people, even in a time of war. Readers will learn about how the civilian German population felt about Hitler and the Third Reich. They will also learn about the untenable position of Ukraine in World War II, as it is caught between two opposing armies, the Nazis and the Soviets. Both armies wanted to subjugate the nation. Little did we know back then that the Nazis were worse than the Soviets. Skripuk has a powerful message for our own society, This was a chilling exploration of how a seemingly civilized society could transform itself into something utterly evil. For Skripuk, writing Trapped in Hitler's Web was a deeply personal experience. Her husband's father, the late John Skripuk, lived in Ukraine not far from Maria and Nathan's village. In 1941, 19-year-old John traveled to the Reich to become a farm worker. He was emaciated and sick when he arrived at a refugee camp at the end of the war. Marcia Forchuk Skrepuk became a librarian after completing her master's degree in library science, but her dream was to become a writer. In 1996, she published her first book, Silver Threads. She has not stopped writing since then. She has won numerous awards for her work and was awarded the Order of Princess Olha by Ukraine's President Yushchenko. Marsha's novel, Making Bounds for Hitler, won the Silver Birch Award in 2013 and was on the 2014 shortlist for the Kobzar Literary Award. Skripukh's Underground Soldier was a finalist for the 2016 Kobzar Literary Award. More recently, her book Adrift at Sea won the 2018 Golden Oak Award and Too Young to Escape won the 2019 B.C. Red Cedar Information Book Award. Marcia strongly believes in the power of the written word. She tells readers in the author's note of Trapped in Hitler's Web that reading opens up the door to empathy letting each of us walk in the shoes of someone else and letting us feel what it's like to be them. I can't think of a more powerful tool for creating good and for making sure that history doesn't repeat itself than discovering empathy through books. Trapped in Hitler's Web is available at chapters Indigo and Amazon. I'm Myra Jenik in Toronto for Nash Hollow's Ukrainian Roots Radio. Until next time, shalom.
3: Любі мої діти, мила мамо й тату, я йду на війноньку нашу землю захищати. Не плачте за мною, якщо болі згину. Все вітам за неньку нашу Україну. Єдинаємося, браття! За україну, Богу душу нашу, відда моє дину, землю, священну україну, Богу душу нашу, відда моє дитину, землю, священну украіну
1: A contemporary group from Ukraine by the name of Shabla Life and that was Bratia Ukrajinci, Ukrainian Brothers. Up next a song from the front uh, soldiers singing about a meadow in the
6: Donbass. <laughs> Ставали наші хлопці знов за Батьківщину. Ставали наші хлопці знов за Батьківщину. Україну з люди й звалтувати. Тому стали Захищати, тому встали українці її захищати. і сієї цієї України зібрались завзяті. Руй ми встали до загину рятувати матіни. Грудь ми стали до загину, рятувати матір. Ради смерчі урагани, смерть носила люта. Та не зможуть ці тирани в рабство нас закути. Та не зможуть ціти рами, рабство нас закути. Буде жити добра слава на землі козацькій. І збереже Бог державу у любові братській.
1: Isuchite radio programu Nash Holos Radio Nášeho Korynja na radio stánci CHLY 101.7 FM v městě Nanaimo. Ovodíte Pavlína. You're listening to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio on CHLY 101.7 FM in Nanaimo. I'm your host this hour, Pavlína. Up next, the Kuban Kozak Choir with Tamishla, Dvabratya. There went two brothers. <laughs>
6: Приступили мы польскую границу Спасибо.
4: мы шли шли лавра
1: To Ukraine War Amps Heroes A series of stories about hope, patriotism, and courage These stories are created out of a spirit of caring and support For Ukrainian defenders of freedom Fighting Russia's aggression against Ukraine Jean Berezelsky of Ukraine War Amps Brings us the people behind these inspiring stories Of triumph over adversity Stories made possible by the generous supporters of Ukraine War Amps There's much going on in the world today, and we don't hear the half of it on the mainstream news. Certainly, Russia's war of aggression against Ukraine gets scant attention, let alone the atrocities being committed in it. Toronto-based Ukraine War Amps is doing tremendous work to help the victims of this senseless, vicious war, wounded Ukrainian soldiers and the families of those who perished. Catherine Olga Cook from the state of Maine in the United States is a volunteer with Ukraine War Amps and has spent much time on the front lines of this war. She has met many heroes and their families to help them reclaim their lives. Previously, she has told us about Vadim, who was captured and tortured by the Russian military, and about Stanislav, who survived the battle at Avdiivka but suffers from the aftereffects. Today, Catherine will share the story of Valeria. And he's from Kharkiv, and uh, he was wounded in in the early years of the war in uh, Luhansk, which is now occupied by Russia.
7: So tell us his story. Well, when I first met him, we took uh, the train to Kharkiv, and was met by Valeria and his friend, and just an open, unassuming man, it looks like maybe in his 40s, gray beard, And then I watched him walk, and he has a prosthesis on his right arm and his right leg. Oh, dear. Um, Yes. He arranged for an excursion in Kharkov to show me the history, the buildings, because it was the capital of Ukraine and the Soviet Union, so there's much history there, um, good and bad invaded and kept by the Nazis for many years during the Second War. And then, of course, after that, it became a real hot spot for dissidents and the KGB and many things. Valeria initially showed me what looked like a town office, a big building on the square. And he goes, see, that is where the Russian Secret Service used to live during my youth. And that's when my uncle went, and he was executed, and it's like the way he said it was like, "Oh, okay," and then he took me to um grave sites and different memorials of just a hard life for people. you know there was nothing cheerful about this place at all Oh.
1: so so just matter of factly he just his uncle was executed It was matter mm-hmm. of
7: fact, yes, yeah. and you know. During this time, I expressed my sympathy and everything. And it was just like, it was a phrase I've heard over and over again in Ukraine. what That's life. And then I remember my grandmother used to say that too, where Westerners would say, oh, how tragic, how horrible. It was like, that's life. Mm. And they go on to the next thing. So I was a guest at his home, in a very old little flat in Kharkov. Mm-hmm. and was met there by two small children and his wife. Wonderful. A nice, humble little apartment, but it was so full of love and, of course, so full of food, like all of those homes are when they're expecting a guest.
1: Always, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh,
7: the table, yeah, it's just filled in every little spot, but we yeah, so proud to do this. Yeah. And we spoke about the war aunt who was helping Valeria since he got hurt in hunt. He had a letter that day, and he showed me that after this was just over a year since he was injured, he um, showed me the letter where he's entitled to the equivalent of $150 a month for him and his family. And so Ukraine War Amps helped him a great deal just with basic things and food and clothing for these children. Yeah. And that evening we talked a lot with limited language skills and Google Translate. (laughs) He told me about his family. His family had been in that region of Ukraine for generations. And he told me, Oh, that's pictures. That's my great grandfather. He was a coachman. And he goes, And that's my great grandmother, his wife, and she was a witch. And I thought, What? (laughs) And she was the woman that made tea and things that people used to come to, you know, for special ailments or love potions and all this kind of thing. And I thought, Wow, this is getting really interesting. So, I am seeing wow a life. yeah, Not just a life now, but generations of it.
1: Yeah. So she was like a herbalist or something. Oh, yeah. What we would call yeah. now, what we would call now, a, you know, a natural yeah. healer.
7: Right. Let's hope she didn't involve herself in any evil things. I doubt it. Or the family probably wouldn't have been so unfortunate. Probably. <laughs> and then he mentioned his other um, grandmother that survived the famine and what? that part of uh, Ukraine was like during the famine. And he was just so matter of fact. And all of a sudden, it's like, that's life seemed to make sense to me. You know, when tragic things happen, you know, that's life. And I find myself thinking that way as well. It's like a switch went on. And and I understood Ukrainians that I met and continue to meet so much better because they are so strong that they accept what happens and they move on. And Valeria, I asked asked him for a a picture, and I was hoping just his his shirt uniform with me, because they all still have the uniform. And he put it on. He went in the bedroom and put on his whole uniform for a picture with me. And you could see this strong man stood straight and... I mean, his terrible, terrible injuries. And this man was still so proud of himself and of his country, fellow soldiers, and most definitely his family. His little girl wakes up early in the morning before she goes to school because she is the one that helps him strap on these old-fashioned cross his arm and his leg. And she does that for her dad every morning. How old is she? She was about 10, 10 oh. or 11 Yeah, she helps her dad, and his son is younger, and I slept uh, sharing a room with his son when I was there, and every morning they woke me with kisses, just like a relative, and it was just such a welcoming, wonderful family, and what he has done and how he represents his country, a wounded soldier like that, it's just his attitude, his demeanor is just so gentle and wonderful. And like I say, if it weren't for Ukraine Orients, I don't know what situation the family would be in. Because he's had to fight for every little bit of, of help he can get. Mm. And when I left, he wouldn't accept money from me. And I left under his his, or his and with a note saying, this is for your family.
4: Oh. Because,
7: again, they don't expect anything. And when I left at the train station, he said that he has a new friend now. And thinking of him this week, and I wanted to speak of him, I have contacted him this week, and we've given messages back and forth. And he still remembers, like yesterday, and, and so do I, our visit, because it was in such a... To me, Harko felt... I always get feelings from places that it felt like a very dark place. You know, it's just not the people, but just the history. is it, yeah. very, very heavy.
1: Yeah, lots of blood shed there, or you know, in that, oh, in that yeah, area, over over centuries, So yeah. much, yeah.
7: But I am grateful to him for his friendship, and also he affirms my belief in people and the strong, you know, Ukrainian soul. And it, it just it's just wonderful, and he taught me how to think in a different way.
1: So how, that's, that's life, my Valeria. Aww,
7: oh. taught me how to think in a different way, in. As a as a uh, Ukrainian, how to accept that? Yeah, like you said, that's life. You know, mm-hmm. move on, get stronger from your problems, and move on.
1: Well, these people are so impoverished in in many ways, and they are, you know, they face so much adversity, but they overcome it in their spirit. They may still have struggles, you know, financially and um, everything else and with their health, but they, their spirit just shines through.
7: Yes. Oh, yes. What is that old saying? They revamped it during Maidan, and they say, Ukrainian will take... Many things they'll be pounded down on, but once he gets down to his knees, he springs up and he succeeds in everything. And, yeah, these people I know, it brings that phrase to mind.
1: Yeah, story of resilience, yeah. Mm. So, two questions. First of all, that was in 2015, so you're still keeping in touch?
7: Yeah. Oh, yes. I feel very close to that man, yes.
1: And so what are some of the things that, that Ukraine War Amps is helping to provide for his family
7: and for him? Well, for basic necessities like, you know, food and clothing wow. for his, his children and his family. I don't know if he's adopted. He was, but I don't know if he's still an adopted soldier. But even if he's not, he can appeal to the War Amps and he usually finds some sort of help, you know? But also, I would love him to be able to have the money to go to Poland, where they have the good prosthesis I've known soldiers who have done that because the ones in Ukraine are so old
4: mm.
7: they have to go somewhere else. Well, imagine strapping on an arm and a leg every day yeah. and functioning with it in these big old thick straps it's yeah. just
1: they would shake they would chafe and hurt. Yeah. Would it is it possible with the travel restrictions going on right now for medical reasons for him to cross the border to into Poland to get medical treatment? Do you um, know?
7: Probably not right now. No. Yeah. And money, it would take money. I yeah. mean, train travel there for us is nothing, but for them it's quite a lot.
1: Yeah. So it would help to to donate. Yes.
7: I do know also this week one of his friends that he was in the war with has died, so that's oh. hitting pretty hard, too. So it's interesting that it's him I wanted to talk about, and I was able to reach out to him several times this week because, you know, of his loss. Oh. Yeah. These guys are stronger than family sometimes. Oh, yeah,
1: sure. Well, they've been, yeah, they they're through, they go through a lot, and it's... Yeah, it would yes. be pretty intense bonding in, in such circumstances as they find themselves in, in a war. And you said it was Avdi, uh, it was not Avdievkov's Luhansk, and that was pretty brutal there.
7: Luhansk, oh yes, that was in the beginning, and that's where the actual towns and cities and villages were bombed. Indiscriminately, the bombs were put on civilians as well as the soldiers, and uh, that was one of the earlier battles.
1: Yeah. Well, thankful that he yeah. sur- survived, albeit with uh, terrible, terribly maimed as, as he was. And it's wonderful yeah. to hear that, that Ukraine war amps has been helping him at least, um, you know, fewer worries about putting food on the table and, uh, exactly. and providing for his family. So. If he's not adopted um right now through war amps that mm. uh, somebody listening will will take it upon themselves to uh to adopt him and continue to support his family and uh, hopefully help him to get to uh the a clinic where he can get uh proper prosthesis and and have a a little bit more mobility and um just a nicer life,
7: yes, yeah, would that be wonderful,
1: yeah. yeah. Well, thank you, uh, Catherine, for sharing Valeria's story and uh, these inspiring word pictures and, and stories of these incredible people. And look forward to hearing the story of your next hero in our next episode. So, thank you again. All the best to you.
7: Thank you very much.
1: Join us again soon for another episode of Ukraine War Amps Heroes, a series of inspiring stories of hope. Patriotism and courage made possible by the generous supporters of Ukraine War Amps. Find out more about their work by visiting their website, Ukrainewaramps.ca or follow them on Facebook and Twitter.
3: What is this? This is geopolitics? Who is this? There's a murders and killers. This is war. This is war Through the years We've sought our freedom Nevermore We'll lose our chances Nevermore Nevermore And we will not surrender Have no This is our struggle for independence And we can't give up and we must stop our enemies Just try to understand us We don't want to kill or shoot no one We just want to live in peace forever All we need is love and have some fun This is not a game, this is not the next level Every day people are crying and dying Every day, every day We'll help and support our soldiers We must fight, standing shoulder to shoulder Fight and pray This there's a murders and killers. This is war. This is
1: war. From Ukraine that was Boris Stevastyanov with Tsevina. This is war. Up next, Mickey and Bunny from Winnipeg with Kola Krutitsa, the turning wheel. <laughs>
0: Amen. i to
1: Ténu byla vámě Pavina. Nasch, holos, Koriňa, na hrdu jí posloucháte rádio programu náš holos rádio nášho Hokoriňa, na který CHLY stojí nísi mezi němi umístí Dálí předejme mikrofonu Oksáni. Způsobí jí posloucháte trochu pro historii a tradice rozpovíst Oksana. Ale předtím jí ja chci zasloužit vás tě k něm slovám moudrostě. Je pravda, správě levostej koles te k And our Proverb of the Week translates as Sooner or later a path must be made for truth and justice. And that brings us to the end of the first hour of Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio here on CHLY 101.7 FM in Nanaimo. Please stay with us as Oksana takes over the microphone to host the next half hour. Meanwhile, please join us here again next Wednesday from 11am to 12.30 noon, and until then do stay in touch with both Oksana and me via our Facebook page and Twitter. In between broadcasts, please visit our website where you'll find transcripts and audio archives, as well as the podcast feed for this and earlier shows, and that's com. You can also find Nashholos on Mixcloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and other podcast places, and of course, on your favorite podcast app. So stay tuned next for some messages from our sponsors, the local news with Lisa Kurdasko, and then Oksana will be back with Holos in Ukrainian for another half hour. Then stay in touch with us for Nashakasha with Stefan Andrusiak, followed by Wellness Wednesday to learn how to be healthy naturally. I'm Pavlina dozusrichi Thank you.